Welcome back to this week's episode of Tuesday Tips with Rider Realty. I'm here again with Esther Ryder, um, broker owner of Rider Realty. And this week we're going to be getting festive on our episode and we're going to be talking about selling and buying during the holiday season. Um, Thanksgiving, Christmas is coming up and that's a terrible, chaotic time for some people, but it's also so pretty and fun to decorate. So we're going to talk about how to mix both of those. Well, let's talk about something else first that you haven't mentioned, and that is selling during the holidays. How do you handle that? So there's kind of two things I'm thinking of, and for whatever reason, they both happen to involve Christmas, but a friend of mine, his family moved on Christmas day. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I think he was about 10 or 11. So his siblings would have been like, let's just say 12, 10, 8, like right in there, like right in the prime of all Mm -hmm. things Christmas. And the way their house closed, that's what they decided to do. So like literally the boys got up and they moved. And that was, I mean, it kind of makes sense. And the kids, their parents are probably off that day, whatever. And that was what they could do. But he wasn't scarred from it, right? So it was like one Christmas and he was able to have other great Christmases and it was fine. And I think a lot of what we'll learn, I think a lot of this episode is going to deal with with kids and you don't want to mess up those things for kids. But I think you have to learn that kids are resilient and that sometimes it's the guilt that we place on ourselves as parents. So my two younger sons, their birthdays are at the end of June. And so because they have older brothers who are in sports, a lot of times it felt like we were away on their birthdays and literally we were. Mm -hmm. So they have been blessed to have their birthdays on a balcony in Florida, but they've also been in a car for, you know, eight hours on a drive. So a few years ago for Christmas, um, my, my, the boy's birthday are just a day apart. So the my third son, on his birthday, we took them to watch a movie and then left straight to head out west in the Montana area. And he spent the rest of his birthday crowded in the car for the next, you know, until 12 o'clock that night. Mm-hmm. And his birthday dinner was at a random Burger King outside of Chicago. And the <laughs> next day, his little brother spent his entire birthday at the car in the car. And we said, we'll find a place to eat and you can pick. So his birthday was actually at the world's largest truck stop in Iowa. And he got to pick from like four places. And we made a big deal that not every kid gets to celebrate their birthday at the world's largest truck stop. And it was actually a lot of fun. But they're fine. Like they're not scarred by that or whatever. So if you find yourself where you're selling or you're buying over a holiday or a birthday or a special time and it's not working out as your normal routine, The main thing to remember is it's going to be okay. The other thing that I see is that you're not sure how to plan family activities. So let's say Mm -hmm. it's, you know, Thanksgiving and maybe you have your, you are the host or hostess of your big Thanksgiving extended family dinner. And Mm -hmm. it's going to be on a Saturday and you feel like you need um, all day Saturday to clean and get ready and cook and Friday night too to do some prep work. And so as a seller, you're you're blocking off those times to have those events, to have that event so that your house can't be shown then. Mm-hmm. So you just have to decide you I mean and, and I've had that happen where sellers have turned away showings or done other things. You mm-hmm. just have to decide what's more important to you. Do you want to have that showing on your house and figure out how to, you know, not make that stressful for you? Or, 
or do you, knowing they may not even buy your house, or do you want to have that showing occur and then maybe your Thanksgiving looks a little bit different that year where you're not making the food and it's carrying or you're doing it somewhere else. There's no right or wrong answers because I've seen both. It's just kind of getting you thinking about what you want to do. I think sometimes we think of the holidays as like the main holidays, but there can be other important dates. Like I said, my kids' birthdays and how that worked out. Um, It's just knowing. I think the big thing is knowing in advance how you're going to do it. Yeah, like a game plan. Sure, because mm-hmm. then you know. Um, I, I've had clients whose house was going to close really close to Christmas, and their son was in kindergarten, and they had a daughter who was a toddler, and they were trying to figure out if they wanted to put up a tree or not, and they had chosen not to initially because they were going to move right before or the day after Christmas. I can't remember what it was. Well, then they had a delay in closing and they weren't closing for like the first week of January. Mm. So now it's like, what do you do? Yeah. And here's the funny part. I don't remember what they picked. And I felt like I felt for them as a mom with four kids. Like I'm like, oh, this is a really hard choice. But their kid is fine. Mm -hmm. Again, you know, so don't put so much pressure on yourself in making the decision that you feel like this is the end all be all of Christmases and you're scarring your child or what do you do? Or, you know, you're scarring your family traditions. It's more just like have a game plan, stick with it and go from there. Yeah, absolutely. I think that talking about like putting up the Christmas tree and your decorations and you're selling your house, like and deciding what you should do, what you should limit. I, in my opinion is don't go overboard. Maybe make sure that people can come in your house and still see the, the things they need to see, but like, don't lose your Christmas spirit. Everybody loves Christmas. And, um, Oh, absolutely. It's a, it's a time that brings joy to most people. So if it brings you joy, then, then do it. If it makes you happy, be happy. I think, yeah, with all of the seasons, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. you know, just don't go crazy overboard like you might normally. Mm -hmm. So if you're, I mean, I'm looking around my house right now, it's thanks or Thanksgiving. Oh my goodness. It's just fall time right now. We're taping this. So I've got all my kids pumpkins and different things out that they've made. And you just want to make sure that you don't go overboard. You know, if you have so many pumpkins everywhere that you are there, you know, live, not live, but full size, big pump decorated pumpkins everywhere, you're going to have people Try not to trip over your things mm-hmm. or so focus on that. They're not going to see your house. Right. My uh, from the ceiling. And yes. <laughs> that yes. Kind of thing to be overboard. Or like Halloween decorations where they're scared because like something oh, yeah. pops out at them. I, oh, I, I was never had that happen. Have you? Oh, I was just in a house a couple weeks ago and you could just tell these people loved Halloween. I mean, they had skeletons in their yard and little like tombstones and stuff. And it was cute. But also like I could see where it might kind of deter some people that are a little like creeped out by it. Yeah. But, yeah. But they definitely loved Halloween that house. <laughs> Well, another thing, too, is just breakable stuff. I mean, we always advise clients, no matter what time of year it is, if it's breakable or special, don't put it out. Mm -hmm. And to me, any holiday I can think of is going to have a lot of the things you might put out are going to be breakable or, you know, have that potential. And so you want to make sure that if it's a breakable item that you don't, that you're going to be not okay with if it breaks, don't put it out that year. Right. If you have to have the item out, but you know, you can go to X store and buy 10 more of them, then buy and put it out. But if it's something special, don't put it out because it may or may not have something happen to it. 
So the other thing is Christmas shopping. Sometimes when you're storing those gifts, they can take up a lot of space and room. So, um, and also those are, could be valuable gifts that you're buying and, and spending money on. So my personal opinion is maybe like put those in the trunk of your car and take them with you, especially if they're, if you have room for that, or maybe find a way to kind of like maybe put them in totes or hide them out of the way. Because I mean, it is strangers coming into your house Mm -hmm. and, and those can get, um, take up just a lot of room, even if they're out by the tree and they're overflowing from the tree and you're stepping on them and things like that. Um, they can get out of control. Well, and same with, um, you know, sticky fingers. So if you have presents wrapped under Mm -hmm. the tree, some people, I mean, you you Mm -hmm. want to think that no one steals, but that happens. So I would not put presents under the tree during showing times. So we don't, because my husband thinks I will open them and see what's there. And also then we had kids and they might do that. So we don't put ours out until, you know, whatever the night before, but, and also usually we're still wrapping the night before, but I would make sure that those are put away as well for the same, for the same reason. So where would you hide them in your house? So we put them in our pool room oh. because it's, you know, we have a pool room and it's like inside and so no one uses it yeah. and we can put them up against the wall and they can, <laughs> hope my kids aren't listening to this. <laughs> and then the kids will not know that they're there. We've also, you can... I mean, we could probably take them to my in-laws or my mom's oh, too, that's a but good they don't idea. have space for that. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. I was thinking about maybe, like, putting them in a shed or something even. Like, maybe mm-hmm. if you had something you could lock. Yeah. The only things that don't go in the pool rooms are, like, pool room or, like, maybe electronics or something. Because mm-hmm. it gets, I mean, it's, like, being outside. It gets, mm-hmm. it's like a patio enclosure room. So, it does get, you know, cold as far as that goes. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Another thing is to just... Remember that whatever you do, make sure you can get it cleaned up or organized. So like, you know, again, where do you put things? What if you are making cookies and you have 30 big containers full of cookies? Mm -hmm. If you put those on your kitchen counter, it's going to look cluttery because that's Mm -hmm. just a lot. But it's also going to... I mean, I like cookies. I'd be like, oh, what kind is in there? What kind is in there? Not opening them, just looking through or, man, she's sure talented. She can make lots lots of different kinds of cookies. I just, I know how I am. So... You want them to focus on your space. I mean, kind of the same thing as not having Christmas gifts out. So they're not stolen, not having too many things out. Mm-hmm. They're overwhelming. Just try to keep the space clean. And, you know, whatever you do, don't be be able to clean up pretty quickly. Yeah. And I think in Ohio, at least our part of Ohio where we sell, that's easy to do because a lot of times, you know, you're getting 24-hour notice for showings. When my brother-in-law and sister-in-law lived Um, In Mooresville, North Carolina, just north of Charlotte, there, when they were selling their house, they would call, hey, someone's going to be there in 15 minutes. They just drove by your house. And I remember being there visiting when they were trying to sell, but it was my in-laws were down there. My sister-in-law was down there. My husband and I were down there and my two kids. And we would load everybody up, all luggage, like load it up for this 15 minute showing, plus their dog, get in two vehicles and figure out what to do. And I remember thinking my Ohio residents have no idea how lucky they are because that doesn't happen. So we can kind of play them a little bit more like, okay, I'm going to start making cookies this day, you know, for X amount of hours and clean up in case I have a showing at at one o'clock or whatever. Mm -hmm. So some of that might be a little more how your area works, but just kind of plan ahead for what you might need to have. So on the flip side, as a buyer buying during the holidays, I think my biggest advice to them would also be kind of be mindful to sellers. Like it is their holidays and stuff. Don't give them a 
a 30 minute notice on Christmas Eve that you want to see their house on Christmas day. Yeah. Be mindful of your real estate agents too, that they do have families that they're with on Christmas day. What else is some other advice? Oh my gosh. I had a listing one time, not that long ago. And I got the, so the buyer saw it on the 23rd of December, got an offer that night and they wanted a response on Christmas Eve by like, I don't know, let's say two o'clock. And so my seller, I mean, A, it's Christmas Eve, right? Mm -hmm. They have kids and grandkids. They had a child from out of state come. They're at their grandson's basketball game. And I'm just like, really? And the agent's like, well, we just want to make sure nobody else takes it. Okay. Well, I'm pretty sure there's not a lot of people looking at houses on the 24th and the 25th. So I'm like here trying to finish up my stuff i had to go somewhere they're at a basketball game i'm texting with a basketball game trying to work this out so like you're saying just be sensitive to that Mm -hmm. to make sure you know don't expect an answer on thanksgiving day or whatever um this thanksgiving i spent it writing a release from a contract we had had inspections the day before thanksgiving um and then by thanksgiving decided that the inspections didn't go good he wanted a release. And so that wasn't a very fun Thanksgiving for me. I kind of wish he would have just waited a couple more hours till the morning. Yeah. Tell me that. But yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Part of the jump. And I think even for buyers too, is just kind of, you know, plan ahead. See when your closing is going to be. So, you know, if you are able to, you know, if you know that you have the week off between Christmas and New Year's. I know we have family members where they work. They always close that week. That might be a good week to be a mm-hmm. buyer or seller and plan your move. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes just planning in general, as whether it be your showings or writing an offer or moving, it's just scheduling. And the nice thing is that it's not like a rained out baseball game where you you know, you have to cancel a house that a buyer, a buyer has to cancel a showing they wanted to see because they're now going to a baseball game for their Mm -hmm. son or daughter. It's a holiday is on the calendar every year. So they can kind of plan if they want to move that time or not move that time. But I would say the main takeaways are just going to be, if you're a seller, don't go overboard in what you put out. Mm -hmm. Don't have valuable things out or gifts. Mm -hmm. If it's something you don't want broken, don't put it out. And I think those would be the main things Mm -hmm. and then be flexible and a buyer be flexible. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, make sure that you can focus on the home and not the decoration. And that's more of a house. I think they might not like if they think it's over decorated or maybe they don't celebrate Christmas or another holiday. They might be put off by that. Just, Grant the seller some grace, you know, and then be able to look at the house and see what you're seeing. Yeah. Oh, another little buyer tip I was just thinking of too is when you're buying all your presents and you're putting them on your credit card, remember that can affect your pre-approval and change what you're, you're allowed to have for a house and all that fun stuff. So yeah, if you have plans of doing that, call your lender and see what they say. (laughs) Call them before you do anything and see what they say. So you know if that's okay or not. And I'm going to say that usually it's not. And well, I would say call your lender and see, but yeah, you're right. You don't want to be you know, buying a bunch of things or go out and buy your spouse a car and then find out, oh, that changes my numbers. So yeah, (laughs) the heart behind that's good. Just make sure you, you know, if you are pre-approved during a a birthday time or a holiday or a vacation time, Mm -hmm. just have that conversation with your lender of, hey, we are planning on going blah, blah, blah for vacation or our child is turning 16. We want to get them a car. Like, what does that do to make sure that that's something that 
is even the smart decision to make. Definitely. All right, we're going to wrap up that festive episode that we had. We hope we put you in the holiday spirit for whatever holiday you are celebrating or not celebrating this season. And we appreciate you for coming to listen. Please like, subscribe, share our podcast, and we just wishing you a happy holiday season. Bye.